Hello and welcome to the Birmingham Unsigned podcast, dedicated to bringing you the best unsigned music from the Birmingham area of the UK. In this podcast, we interview local bands and artists to find out more about them and get a little taste of their music. Birmingham Unsigned is run on a voluntary basis and all of our content is completely, absolutely free. But it does cost money to have things like a website going and to help promotion. And if you wanted to support us, there are a couple of ways you can do that. Uh, I'll mention those ways at the end of the podcast. In this episode, there are some issues with the interview audio. Uh, The software that we're using to record introduces some timing problems, which uh, makes it sound like people are talking over the top of one another. I promise you that was not the case. None of our guests have been that eager to answer questions that they talk over me. So I do apologise for the uh, audio issues, and I hope it doesn't um, get in the way of you enjoying the podcast. So we're really excited and pleased at Birmingham Unsigned to introduce to the podcast today by Devices. Hi guys, how are you doing? We're good, thanks Chris. Yeah, we're good man, yeah, cool. <laughs> Excellent. Now I've got four of you here, I know we're missing uh, member number five because of some limitations with the software. Uh, so can I just ask, who are you all, if you can give me your names to begin with? Hello, I've got Jim here, I'm Jim. I'm Dave, bass player. I'm Mass, guitarist. And I'm Rob. And who are we missing? Yeah, we're missing uh, Sed, who is our lead vocalist. And uh, yeah, he's probably, to be fair, cracking back on some, some brandy right now, going, oh no, I'm missing out on talking. <laughs> well, it's worth letting uh, people know that this is an, uh, an evening interview. Uh, so I've um, done the honours of opening up a bottle of wine for all of us. Fabulous. Uh, oh, uh, First questions, I'm going to do some really easy ones to begin with. Uh, where exactly are you based? I know you're around Birmingham somewhere, but where exactly are you? Uh, two of us live in uh, Kingsheath, myself and Matt. Rob, where do you live again? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm over, in, uh, I'm over in Tamworth. That is Tamworth. Yes. And we got, and we got Jim, who lives out in the countryside, very miles away. <laughs> so I've just recently moved down south. So I live down, down Devon. Right. So a bit, uh, a bit of a split. Uh, do you get together for gigging when we're not all locked in for coronavirus? Uh, we do, yes. We, we, we try and uh, make sure we rehearse uh, once a week, which generally works, even with our, our uh, guitarist down in Devon. Um, and, yeah, generally we're, we're gigging as much as we can. Obviously, lockdown has put a bit of a pause on that at the moment. So what are you guys currently working on, or is there anything in particular that you're promoting at the moment? Um, I guess I feel like I'm going to be taking all of these. <laughs> um, I guess, I mean, we were, we, we were literally, um, we were in talks uh, with uh, Magic Garden Studios um, to go in and start recording another track just before uh, the lockdown kicked in. Um, so we are currently um, trying to get as much out of our last single, uh, Glad You Called, as much as we can. We've just recently done uh, a lyric video. We're trying to sort of promote our YouTube channel a bit more. Um, And, yeah, just trying to figure out what to do in this time. Um, We've we've tried a couple of 
home recordings of things and the, the plan is going forward is we are hoping to get back in the studio to record our next single good stuff um it's uh, thrown everything out a little bit hasn't it the uh, the whole pandemic that's going on at the minute so uh, it's a bit of a challenge uh, so obviously you guys got together before uh, lockdown started how long have you all been together how long have you been a band rob <laughs> you well <laughs> you guys have been in the band longer than i have that's why i left it to you <laughs> so basically band as a whole i think have been together for something like 12 years um, with various different uh, members. Um, we all came together, uh, I guess, sort of nine, ten years ago, and then everything got put on hold a little bit uh, a few years back. And then last February, we sort of, we, we put out Police the Police, um, and it got a, a pretty pretty good reaction. We got we got played on uh, BBC, uh, uh, BBC Coventry in Warwickshire 11 times which was unbelievable. So I decided last February to go, well, let's give it another crack then. Let's have another go at it. Um, and things have just been sort of, so we, we've really, like I say, we've been together for quite some time, but I think in, in this sort of setup and, and with the things that we've got to be able to do now, you know, sort of really since last February. So it's uh, all gone quite well then since uh, since February with the the airplay. So that's fantastic. And in fact, it would be great to uh, to hear a little bit uh, of one of your tracks. And since uh, Police the Police is the one that you've mentioned there, um, are you happy for me to play a, a little little section of Police the Police for people to hear? Love it, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah man. So here's a, a little section from Police the Police. So that was a section from Police the Police. So um, is there a message behind the song? I think the title might just give it away, but do you want to tell me what it's about? It's not quite as literal as it sounds. Um, Cedric wrote the lyrics. Um, I think there was a couple of films he took his inspiration from from that, but we used the the police thing as, as, as a sort of vehicle to, to make the point. But it, it was more a broad song about people given authority and abusing it in a, in a way sort of without accountability. So it could equally apply to an Ofsted inspector. It could be you know, doctors. Uh, little that. <laughs> I'm going to ask some more, uh, some general questions about, uh, about you. And, and I'm interested to know as a, as a musician myself, why is it that you do music? Is there any particular reason why you do what you do? I think we just we we just all enjoy playing. I think, and we all enjoy playing music with each other. We all we all love playing in the band with each other. I think that's uh, yeah, I think yeah. that's what drives us. I think. 
And are there any particular people or other bands, artists, be they local or uh, uh, sort of nationwide or international artists that inspire you? Is there anyone that you would like to, to sound like or just enjoy listening to? We've got quite a um, diverse taste musically. We're all, we're all like uh, different things. There's a few points that we uh, come together on. Um, I mean, we, we was all through the 90s and the noughties, we was all into the uh, a lot of indie stuff. Rob sways a little bit more towards the uh, rock metal side of things. But uh, generally, bands bands that have really influenced us, I think, uh, I think we can all agree on the uh, Maccabees, um, Block Party, uh, the Strokes, bands, you know, bands of that kind of uh, calibre that we, 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 all, we all enjoy. And how do you actually do the recording? I mean, and how do you do, how do you get together? Do you have a, a, a rehearsal room or a lock-up that you use? Do you do any home production? How does everything come together? So we use, we use rehearsal studios, you know, there's a place like that, some of the, we used to do Rich Beach, but that's sort of sadly gone now. Well, it's moved, hasn't it, now? So, yeah, we don't go there. But... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, re rehearsal studios, we go recording studios, we're using Magic Garden quite a bit, which is good. Hopefully get back there a bit later in the year, when all this yeah. dies down. So, yeah. We just started experimenting as well with um, some of the Digital Band uh, forums in place, kind of um, sort of home recording, but we can do it uh, far apart. So we've only just started to flirt with that, really. Yeah, it's, it's a way for us to keep sort of linked, you know, we... I, I don't think any of us could see this band with any other members. And I think because, because of that sort of bond we've got, I think we genuinely are missing uh, playing music with each other at the moment. Um, so any sort of app or program that we can use to sort of try and link in musically with each other, I think we're, you know, we're, we're sort of, we're going to get onto. Um, again, we're still in the sort of early stages of that. I think we're still trying to figure out what we want to do with that kind of stuff. Um, again, I think the whole pandemic thing took everybody for a bit of a, a, a curve and it's knocked a few, few people off their feet in terms of, you know, what do we do now sort of thing to reach out. Um, but yeah, I think, I think, I think anything that we can do that keeps us musically sort of buzzing, um, we will do. Yeah, it's an unusual time at the moment, isn't it? And uh, everyone's just trying to do their best to keep everything hanging together and keep everything chugging along. Um, yeah. So, I mean, when uh, when lockdown's not happening, you've um, you've done gigs uh, as well. Uh, have you got any gigs that stand out in your memory as particularly special or with an interesting story behind them? Well, yeah, I mean, what really made a good gig for us, I mean, we, we really, I don't think we're unusual in this, is that we really feed off... Uh, feed off a crowd, the sort of energy in the room. And it, it um, so our favourite ones aren't necessarily in a particular location. It's just when we managed to, in the sort of set of gig where we've got the full full crazy squad in attendance um, yes, up for it. And uh, so in terms of, there's a, c a couple of gigs. Uh, one in particular we had at the old Jug of Ale in Mosley. Um, just, uh, one of our, it was always one of our favourite places to play, which is now a, Banqueting place, I think. But uh, <laughs> but we literally had one there where it, it was just a lovely sized room where if you got fifty people in, it felt great. If you could get hundred people in, it felt like it was bursting at the seams. And we we headlined a gig there, and we literally had people filling the room. We could there was like windows out to the landing of the stairs, and we could see all the stairs and the landing were packed with people as well. And the the atmosphere in the room was just electric, and it just gave us that little 
little slip of what it must be like um, to play big gigs. But that, I think for all of us, we all remember that one. Um, that it was just, you just came away from it. Just, you know, I didn't sleep the whole night after. I was just on such a high after that. Just, uh, so that, that, that really sums up gigs for us. It isn't more about where you're playing or the status of it or the kudos of it. It's just that energy in the room. Uh, and that probably stood out as the the best one we've ever done. Even it wasn't the biggest crowd, but it was just that venue, that place, and the, the mood, and everyone was up for it. It was just crazy. It was fantastic. You're bringing back some real fond memories for me of the Jug of Ale. I've played some great gigs there, and uh, you know, been in the audience in some great gigs there. It was an amazing venue. Now it's Tipu Sultan, which is uh, an, in, an Indian <laughs> restaurant in Mosley, so it's not not quite the same round there anymore. Um, I wonder how long it's going to take the uh, the academy to get tip, turned into a Tipu Sultan. <laughs> <laughs> so. Have there been any real challenges that you've faced in your uh, your musical journey? I guess in your current incarnation, it's only been since February, but it sounds like before that there may have been some uh, some challenges. Uh, any uh, any stories? <laughs> any stories behind the challenges that you faced? <laughs> shall I? Shall I take this one? <laughs> uh, was it me? Or was that you? Go, go for it. Go for it. I mean, I mean, on a personal level, um, I, I think the guys are sick of hearing about this now. But I, I always sort of. Uh, when the band split, I was having a bit of a, a rough time and, and always feel like I sort of let the guys down a little bit, which is why I've sort of pushed so hard since last February for us to, to come together. But we, um, I, Sed and I, um, our lead singer, um, have a tendency to disagree on things now and again. Um, um, in particular, a certain gig we had uh, where we almost ended up fighting with each other. Um <laughs> there's been moments where we, we went through a period where the rock and roll lifestyle of playing a live gig uh, sort of kicked in before the gig. And <laughs> I played every song of our seven song set wrong. Um, <laughs> Matt, are there any that you have? <laughs> what well, challenges? Um, what's well, the challenges for the band? I mean, it's really difficult because the, the main thing we've always faced, and it, it's obviously now we've got social media as a new route to get out there, but previously it was really a case of dragging all your mates down time and time again, um, obviously to make up the figures for promoters so they asked you back. And um, that was, I'm sure a lot of bands still face that because unless you've got a, a genuine music scene where people come out on spec and are willing to spend money to, to take a risk on bands they've never heard. You really are just sort of battling all the time to get people out. And uh, when, you, when you're in sort of college years and whatever, that's dead easy because everyone's always uh, generally in the vicinity anyway. Or uh, even in your sort of early 20s, you've got a lot of mates who are up town at the weekend anyway. So if you do a gig in town, you've got no problem getting a load of people down. But um, yeah, it becomes increasingly difficult as you go along. So people people's lives go in different directions, they move away, start having families and things like that. And actually getting a good crowd together just becomes more and more challenging. And I think lots of factors played when we had a bit of a break, but one of them was, was really just the difficulty of just constantly pounding the same old diminished crowd of people trying to drag them out all the time to gigs. Um, the, only, the only place we've ever come across where there is a live music scene where you can literally go and play and people pay to come and see you even though they've never heard of you was, was around London. 
where people are more in the, the culture of going out every night and catching gigs. But, um, but I imagine that's that's more the case than ever now because there's sort of less music venues, even less of a scene going on. But, uh, the flip side of it is obviously now there's all kinds of ways of getting your music heard all the way across the world. And uh, we, we're only recently learning how to exploit that, really. Well, not exploit, but to, to, to use it to sort of get our, our music out there. The thing is, as well, to sort of to sort of add on to Matt's point, at the at the moment, you know, we are still a relatively, in terms of this sort of, you know, the, the the new journey that we're on now, we're still a relatively unknown band. So, you know, we've had several gigs since we came back in February. You know, they've all been great gigs. You know, the crowds haven't been as big as perhaps we wanted them to be. Um, in terms of reflecting how we seem to be going down over social media, you know, we're getting. Uh, you know, on our, t- our Twitter feed, you know, we're constantly being mentioned alongside bands that are doing well on the scene at the moment, like, you know, like arcades and future fires and, and, and stuff like that. But trying to get that to translate into people turning up and paying money to see you when you are, you know, a relatively unknown band, that seems to be, you know, like, like Matt was saying, that seems to be the biggest challenge because getting at, you know, back, back when we started, there was no BBC introducing, you know, you can literally now go online and upload a track to the BBC. You know, you can upload a track to hundreds and upon hundreds of, um, you know, uh, amateur DJs that are all over the world, professional DJs that are all over the world. You can get your music out there now, but in terms of translating that into people paying attention enough to come to a gig, I think that, has always been for a lot of bands and still is the biggest thing. And I think what doesn't help is, and I might be shooting us in the foot a little bit here, but I, I don't think, I don't think promoters promote in the way that you think promoters should promote. It's almost like they are throwing you a bone by offering you the gig. And then they're giving you like 50 tickets to sell to try and fill a room. And for a band that's just starting out, that, that might be near on impossible. And then, the promoter isn't really inclined to sort of book you again. So that, that for me has always been the biggest challenge, which is a shame because me personally, and I think the majority of the rest of the band playing live is, is really what it's, you know, it's about writing new songs and getting them out there live for everyone to hear. Yeah, I think you're right. It's a real challenge um, for a lot of bands getting people out to the gigs when they've uh, not been heard yet. And uh, that's one of the things that I'd quite like to think Birmingham Unsigned can help with. At least it will give people an opportunity to listen around to the local bands a bit and decide who they like. And then when they see them on up on the uh, uh, on the posters for the uh, the pubs, then they might actually think, oh, I've heard them. I know they're good. I enjoyed that. So that's a, that's a real dream to uh, hope that um, people can get some gigs through uh, through Birmingham unsigned yeah um, hopefully. yeah so I think that brings us quite nicely to a to a, a bit of a, a break where we can listen to another one of your tracks um so what track would you like me to play a, a section of next I'm very glad you called I think yeah glad you called is that a recent single great so here's a little snippet from glad you called
So that was a little taste of Glad You Called. So I'm interested to know, guys, when you're not being musical, what are you doing? I mean, you don't have to give me all of your job titles and stuff, but uh, what else do you do? Sit on furlough. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm quite creative in my spare time. I enjoy art. Um, Paint and sculpt uh, 3D things alongside a normal day job. What about, you? what about you guys? Anything else you do in your spare time? I've just currently bought an old an old house. I'm currently knee-deep in renovation stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Hacking plaster off walls and painting and God knows what. Nice. Rock and roll, dude. Rock and roll. Uh, it's fully rock and roll, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> and nursing kids. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, we know about that one. <laughs> kids in one hand, whacking paste off the wall on the other hand. Uh, you, Matt, anything from you? Um, I, I mean, at the moment, because I'm being furloughed as well, so I've had more time for myself, but uh, I'm trying to learn how to make films. Um, and we've got one planned for the band, which has been put on hold, obviously, because of current circumstances. But, yeah, I'm sort of teaching myself as far as I can how to, uh, how to film and edit videos that's my main thing I'm working in the motor trade which obviously hasn't been very busy recently and I pretty much spend my whole life answering and sending tweets and Facebook messages and God knows what else to try and make people realise we are the most awesome band in the world (laughs) 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 and we let them get on with it (laughs) (laughs) so if we fast forward to uh, 10 years in the future let's say you're in the current current band lineup as it is now you've been going 10 years you keep on keep on plugging away at it and you got nowhere with it in 10 years let's just imagine that scenario do you keep on going well i imagine most of us will be dead to be honest <laughs> I think so. I think we'll all we'll always still be playing. I don't think any any one of us will want to ever give up playing. Yeah, no, yeah. I would agree. For, for all of us, really, it's um, because we we we've just managed to whether we've sort of built it that way or whether it just happened by accident. We have just got a group of musicians who we spot all our other differences. We're all very different people, but uh, got a lot of respect for each other. Musically, so so long as I was doing something with these guys, no matter what it was, um, dressing up in sort of purple suits, and playing uh, <laughs> playing weddings might be a bit of a stretch. But so, as long as we're doing something, I think it's more about just playing music is a bit of a an addiction of ours, and and I wouldn't want to do it with anyone else. I've always thought you look good in purple, Matt. Mm. I, I was thinking of <laughs> the Blues Brothers when they put the band back together and I found the one guy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, I mean, I think I, I genuinely think like we, as long as we can. I mean, the, the, obviously, you know, we've got goals and things like that for the band, and and you know, places we want to get to with the band. But uh, I, I would agree with Jimmy and Matt, and and probably Dave, and and said would probably say the same. You know, as long as we were doing something and we were able to do it to a level that we enjoyed, and we got some enjoyment about it, I think we'd carry on going until we couldn't do it anymore. I've got a plan anyway. Britain's got talents playing rock in our 60s. Nice. <laughs> nice. 
<laughs> I'm glad to hear it, guys. I'm glad to hear it. Um, so, um, have you got any uh, tips for our other Brummy bands and artists that might be uh, listening in? Yeah. Well, um, just on one, uh, one hand, follow your heart. Keep play, play the music that you want to play. And um, get it on as many digital platforms as possible and get the, get, get the message out there. Believe, it really helps if you believe in yourself. Um, and you'll have loads of knockbacks and you'll have bad criticisms, but you just keep, play, keep on plowing on regardless. And eventually you'll hit a chord with somebody. I think also as well, one thing I've learned from the social media side of it this sort of time round is, is like make, make a point of discovering other bands out there that do similar music to you and make friends with them, make a point of listening to their music because a lot of the stuff that we've had has come out of me sort of being pointed in the direction of somebody by another band who, you know, happened to listen to Place to Place or Glad You Called and liked it and, you know, started following us on Twitter and, you know, make a point of getting into that sort of network and use it, um, you know, make friends with people you know and 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 try and push yourself as far as you can and 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 always without being rude or ignorant offer yourself up for as many things as you can you know if you i've i've started running on the 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 sort of basis of is of if you don't ask you don't get you know mm. don't be don't be rude don't be ignorant you know these people are all you know professionals in their own respect and they could help you but respect that you know don't just go wading in there going, we, we're a new band and we want to do this and we want to do that, you know. Be polite with people and be respectful and it can get you a hell of a long way. I'll just say, this, this time around, we, I mean, I've never ceased to be amazed how many, for, you know, for everyone who's a band, who's in a band, should we say, that there's, there's also a whole army of people who uh, are around the scene. And there's just an incredible sort of generosity of people. So long as you, say, approach things correctly, respectfully and help them out as well by sharing their stuff there's, there's lots of people who will help you out there's, there's yeah, really yeah. lovely people out there yeah it did seem beforehand that there was, it was a lot of competition like you had to be the best band and you know you you know if you if a band played a good gig you had to go and play a better gig but now it seems like you know I, i've had so many bands like, like the pagans and city lights and, and again future fires arcades um Al, who runs the Grey Lantern in Birmingham, you know, they've all come out of us suddenly emerging and just liking a song and, you know, they're offering up support slots and, and you know, advice and tips on this, that and other. It just doesn't, it seems like there's more of a scene as opposed to everyone competing for that same bit of airplay, which is, you know, it's really cool. So, again, long story short, I think, you know, just get yourself, get yourself heard, even if it's something that, you know, isn't the best quality, just get it out there because somebody will take notice of it. And as long as you keep pushing and work hard at it, something will come back. Good tips all round. Um, it sounds like you're pretty active on, on social media then. I think uh, now would be a perfect opportunity for you to tell anyone that's listening uh, the best way to find you online. Where, where would you like to send people to? Yeah, fellas. Where would they like us to like me to send people to? Hand this one over to you, Rob. So we have got uh, we've got obviously our Twitter account, which is um, at By Devices Band. We've got uh, an Instagram account, which is at By Devices. We've got a Facebook account, 
uh, my by devices we've got our website which is bydevices.com and we have got our youtube channel which is very much in its infancy um but we're starting to try and build that as well um we're you know you can find us just tapping by devices and if you don't find us I'm, i'll guarantee i'll find you <laughs> <laughs> that sounds slightly <laughs> ominous but i look forward to being found <laughs> maybe cut that last bit out then <laughs> <laughs> oh no that stays in <laughs> <laughs> Well, thank you so much for joining me uh, this evening. Uh, it, of course, it's not evening for everyone that's listening, unless it is evening, in which case, uh, enjoy your evening, everyone. Um, I hope you've, uh, you've enjoyed the uh, piercing and uh, very intelligent questions that, that you've been asked. And um, I look forward to uh, hearing more from you in the future. Um, before we sign off completely, is there anything else that you want to, uh, to leave our listeners with? Uh, stay again, safe yeah stay safe don't get any closer than two meters to people for crying out loud <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Chris. thanks for inviting us yeah nice one chris cheers pal really appreciate it yeah oh, it's been an absolute pleasure guys and thank you very much for coming on <laughs> I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast that there are some ways that you can support Birmingham Unsigned. Firstly, you could donate money through PayPal by going to our paypal.me link. The link is paypal.me forward slash Brum Unsigned. If you did want to make a more regular donation, we would be very, very grateful. You can do that through our Patreon page. You can access that from uh, patreon.com forward slash Birmingham Unsigned. If you or any band or artist that you know would like to be interviewed on the Birmingham Unsigned podcast, then drop us an email. It's brumunsigned at gmail.com and we'll get something sorted. I hope you've enjoyed today's podcast. I look forward to having you here again for the next one. Stay awesome.